It's early on a Thursday morning. We're at it again. It's officially underqualified. That was a bit lackluster. Nah, mate. You're well this morning? I am. Where's the energy? That was pretty good. You're a podcast professional. Yeah, I know that. That was pretty good. What's this slick? T- what's this shirt you got on? Born to watch. Oh, you haven't mentioned that in a while. No, I haven't. Well, yeah. I've been I've been focused on eyes on the prize. Where's my born to watch shirt, mate? You know what? I'm lucky to have a born to watch shirt. To be honest, <laughs> fair. Have I ever told you the story of the merchandising for born to watch? No, I'm still waiting on the merchandising for officially to qualify, mate. Well, this is why there's no merchandising for officially to qualify because once bitten, twice shy. Well, the only shirts we got are the ones I got done up. Yes. <laughs> I know that. Now, the reason there are no uh, official unqualified shirts is because yeah, I got reamed on the Born to Watch shirts where I, right. so, I've, I haven't sold many. I've sold maybe uh, 10. Yeah. At a cost to me yeah. of $60. Mm. So not... So mm. at a cost to me. So yeah. they're buying them yeah. and they're still costing me 6 bucks each. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. So I was like, this just isn't going to work. It's good quality business, yeah, ladies smart, and gentlemen. Smart business. That's how you run a business. It's smart business. Yeah. So, and because what happened is that uh, <laughs> they were charging me. I had set to AUD, except they had started to charge me in oh, USD. Oh, that's right. So yes. then, and I, and I was on this massive thread with them for days as to, no, I've set my shop to AUD. They go, no, but we charge in USD. I said, no, no, no. It, look at this. Look at where it says here. Mm. You don't. It's supposed to be an AUD. So I'm setting my prices in AUD. And you're charging me in USD. Of course I'm going broke. Yes. So I've been very... I've actually found a guy in Burley, mm. which I think uh, a good fella, uh, I think he'll be able to do some stuff. Okay. So... So watch your space. Well, I think what we should do... Officially underqualified shirts. Well, what we should... I think what we'll do is we'll, we'll get a couple designs done mm. and then we'll just... We'll post them up on uh, on the socials and we'll talk about them on the show and we'll okay. say, get your orders in. Yes. And uh, and then when we've got 15 to 20 shirts, I like we'll it. go and order them. I like it. Yeah. I'd also like a good quality snapback hat. Yeah, we need a good hat. The, the hats we got, they were okay. Yeah. They served a purpose. Yeah. For the Masters Carnival they've last been, year. They've been uh, well received. Look, the people that have got them are happy with them. Yeah. They're a bit small for my big head. Well, if they're small for your head, mm. then please. Huge cranium. Well, look, yeah. I thought head! You, I thought you were Jewish when you had one on. <laughs> I thought it was a yarmulke. Uh, yeah, I chuckled on hats. Uh, and you're, 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 you're breaking one of my cardinal sins What's that? now, wearing the hat backwards. I'm not a big hat backwards guy. Oh, I'm a hat, I'm a hat backwards guy. I know you are. Yeah. I know you are. I'm not a big hat backwards. And that's just because of the size of my head. Yeah. I don't need to draw any more attention sure. to my long forehead. That's it. And Well, you know, when, there's, when, when, when it's thin up top, sun protection is, is high on the priority. It is now. It is, so it I is appreciate now. what you're saying. But I, there was a thing on Facebook this week where it was the Sunshine Coast have named their sexiest tradie. Saw this guy. And uh, he didn't look that... I, don't, I thought there's got to be a better sort. I mean... Big teeth. <sighs> big smile. Did you see the picture with just his head? Yeah. Must have a rig. Because... Must. The head... I don't know. But Call hat it. backwards. Yeah. Now, my comment in the in the thread was, mm. no sexy man wears a hat backwards. You'll find... Um, uh, Breaking trends, man. <laughs> You're breaking something. Yeah. You're breaking something. What's wrong with the backwards hat? I just, I'm not a fan. Never have been. I'm indoors. My hair's a mess. I had my hat forwards because I was outside. Now I'm inside. I want to get it out of my face. 
Oh, mate, I, I you got don't headphones need, on. Don't need to justify There's it. nothing wrong with a hat backwards. Okay, cool. There's a purpose. I said, I said, I'm not a hat backwards guy. Maybe you should broaden your horizons. No, horizons. Thank you. I'm too old to broaden. Are you? The only thing I'm broadening is my waistline. <laughs> so you're not too old to broaden then? Well, just one thing. <laughs> I'm all about the girth. <laughs> I'm all about the girth. Well, okay. Any way you can get it, eh? Absolutely. Any way you can get it's it. A, it's been a recent, we've got a bit to talk about today, but we're going to crack through because we. Uh, crack through? It's, uh, Let's crack through. We're going to crack through and crack, crack on. on. Crack on. Crack, crack through. On. Move through. Break through. Push through. Push through. Crack on. Crack on. All of them. Crack a fat. Well. Remember that? Yeah. I do. Cracking a fat. Do you remember it? Jeez, I missed. A few years ago. I missed that show. I missed right. that show, Cracking a Fat. How good was the footy show? Footy show had a moment, didn't it? For <sighs> quite a few years. It was so good. Like Been Thursday a... night, you were like, fuck yeah. You like, couldn't honestly, wait. Couldn't Thursday wait. morning. You were like, fuck yes, it's Thursday. Yeah. It's th- what are you doing tonight? What do you think I'm doing tonight? It's a footy show. Yeah. And then ev- and the best thing about Thursday night is Friday, like Friday at school. Friday at school was a piss take anyway. Yeah. But you, know, the, you got the footy show to talk about. So you were like, fuck yeah. Do you watch a footy show? Oh, how funny was Mario? It was, they were very good. It was the perfect night. It was the perfect show. It just got a bit, uh, got a bit full of itself there towards the end, the last... No, nah, you know what happened to it? It got... It got corporate intervention from the top. Yeah. It used to be just the boys having a laugh. Mate, it used to be Fatty and Sturlow. Fatty they? and Sturlow being fuckers. Yeah. And, oh, we're going to do this segment. It's going to be shit. Don't care. Yeah. And half of it was cringe. Yeah, it was. But that, but they didn't care. That was the beauty of it. That was the beauty of it. Yeah. But then, you know, Channel 9 execs started yeah. to go, oh, look, we, you know, we need this, we need that. Well, we're going to talk about this. Mate. We're talk about that. Yeah, okay, go The away. good old Mahatma Coat. Oh, Mahatma Coat. Me old mate. The old, the old uh, cat. Cat. Yeah, great unofficially, uh, great officially unqualified uh, supporter. Support well, okay. the best guest we've ever had. Yeah, and without, I'm aware without, some of the other guests are still listening. Don't care. Yeah, well, probably the best host we've ever had too. Easy, easily, yeah. mate. Let's start with Lawngate. Give us an update. What's going on? It's not Lawngate. Uh, it's no problem. No one's getting sued, mate. Okay, what the lawn files. You said it was the lawn files. Oh god. <laughs> okay, lawn files. <laughs> Fill us in. Uh, oh no, it's growing. It's all good. Okay. Yeah. You and Ronnie are happy? Yeah. Uh, look, oh, public service announcement. How's this? If there's anyone out there that's into their lawn, it is spring. <sighs> we are about to have two days of rain. Three days of rain if I look at the thing. Make sure, no, golf, uh, golf Saturday, so I'm willing that away. Right, okay. Um, make sure you get your lawn grub sorted. Right. Your lawn will be dead. If really? It, if it rains for three days, your lawn will be dead by next Thursday. Why is that? What happens when it rains very heavily is the soil becomes very soft and penetrable by the moths and the wasps. They lay their eggs, uh, they actually land on the lawn and they lay their egg sacs into soft, damp soil. The eggs hatch into the, cat. think butterfly, caterpillar situation, yeah. life cycle. Yeah. Their eggs hatch into the lawn grub, which is the caterpillar of the family. Uh, the lawn grub hatches there and actually eats the roots of the grass. That's the nutrients. That's their food source. So you don't know, you don't see anything going on, but you just get these dead patches of grass because the roots are being eaten from the bottom up. Right. They then go into a cocoon state underneath and then they hatch into the, the wasp or the moth. You've got army worm and a few different types of these sort of things. And then the life cycle repeats itself. So if you see wasps and moths on your lawn around this time of year, uh, you need to do your lawn grub treatment. 
which is basically a chemical treatment to the lawn. The stuff from Bunnings is very watered down. Not great, but it will work if you go hard on it. Right. Mm, obviously, I've got the good gear. Oh, well, top dog so, pest control, of course yeah, you do. I bomb the fuck out. I do my lawn uh, once a year and the chemical sees the season through. Yeah. It's just a public service announcement. It's lawn grub season. Okay. Don't wait for it to die. Treat it now. Don't, well, this is the biggest thing. This is why it's public service. Most people wait for wait for, for a the dead grass. To, oh, dead grass. I've got lawn grub. Now you're solving a problem. Just go get the shit and just do it now. So well, should we wait till after the rain? After the rain. Yeah. Okay. Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday is lawn grub day. Okay. This week. There you go. So I've just I've just saved the lawns. Do you know what course. Sunday is? What I'm playing golf. You're playing golf Sunday. Playing golf on Sunday morning, six right. thirty-seven a.m. off time. Speaking of people that need a spray, yeah, what's going on? Well, I just thought it's just I've got to start. Okay, so question: yeah. Are you playing golf Sunday because you're coming on a golf trip with me next week? I told you, the winds and, have changed. Uh, you were a little bit nervous about playing shit. No, I booked <laughs> in. I booked in golf uh, before I committed to the golf trip. Oh, okay. So I can I tell you, mm. and I have told you, mm. but I'll tell you again. I've never been more shocked <laughs> than your response. I think disappointed is the word. No, not at all. No, genuine, unadulterated shock when I called you to to invite you to come come away with the boys. We've got eight eight guys going away, including you and I. Two groups, lovely. I had a list of people in front of me to call. Obviously, obviously, officially out of qualifiers, top of the list. Well, of course. And uh, I thought, well, I'll get, I'll get through these. Get names. that out of the way. I'll get through these names first. That that'll probably be a no. That I, but I genuinely like them to come. But they'll probably be a no, because if I get down to these guys, these guys I know will be a yes. And I called Matt White. Hey, mate. Uh, you think I'm calling you about work? No, 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 no. Just want to let you know we're all going on a golf trip. We're doing this, doing that. We're just going away. Just an overnighter. Two rounds of golf. Blah blah blah. It's this much. What do you reckon? Yep, I'm in. I'm going to just say yes mode. And then I proceeded to not say a word. No, it was, silent. it was absolute silence. What? You you hate golf? Yeah, no, I'm in. Okay. So uh, what what's happened? What's changed? Well, no, I've I had I, I've been talking for some time about starting to get to play right. uh, regularly. And obviously the last time I played, I played quite well. Yes. And Well, that'll do it. Yeah, and but I, I'd been thinking about it. It's just having the time mm. was was the thing. So, being with with sport, kids' sport and stuff, Sunday was the only day for me to do nothing mm-hmm. and to sort of recharge. So, don't have that anymore. So, it's time. So six thirty seven a.m. at Burley Golf Club. Six thirty seven. Yeah, yeah, love yeah. it. Get it, get it, get it in, get it out, get well, one away. Yeah, well, the dream. Yep. Look, I'm a big, I'm a big get to the golf course at five forty five kind of guy. Yeah, but you know, I like to pot around for an hour and a half as well. Mm. You know, so no, there'll be no pottering. I'll get there probably at about no balls six oh five. I probably will hit a small bucket of balls on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so just small, so I small have range of burley. Yeah, yeah. There's only time for a small bucket. Yeah, because so. there's fifty eight people waiting for you to move on. You're yeah, not that time in the morning. This no, night. that's true. Yeah. So I'll, I'll hit a small bucket, okay. uh, mainly wedges and mid irons. Mm. Can't hit drivers there. You got new wedges yet? Uh, no. Okay. And got new clubs yet? No. Okay. So yeah. Anyway, Sunday's the day. Okay. Uh, let's talk about clubs. So you've got new clubs. I've I've had new clubs for a few months. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, that two, long? Two, two months. Eight okay. weeks. Okay. So you've had new. Cl- you you weren't happy with them. 
You weren't playing well. You weren't particularly happy. No, no, not true. No, I wasn't. I was annoyed at me because I went... For buying got, the clubs? No, because yeah. I went and got new clubs uh, and then I wasn't playing well. It was definitely not the fault of the clubs because they're fucking amazing, as you now know. Um, but uh, but I, I'm very busy with work, not practising. Also, I, I tend to help my mates out. I tend to look at their swings and, and give them a bit of a hand. I've got a lot of mates on the 20s and the 30s, and and it gives me a lot of joy. If I say, hey, mate, I think you might just be doing this. Maybe just try doing that, and then they hit it better. Do you ever I s- love that. Do you ever say to someone, hey, mate, quit? Lawn bowls. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. All the time. No, but it's it's cr- quite rewarding because I just want everyone to be have a good day. You know, I just want everyone to be good at golf and the the better everyone is at golf, the more golf they want to play, and I got yeah. more friends at golf. So yeah. it's not for any any selfish reason. It's just because I, I love watching someone hit the ball really well, and there's nothing better than someone striking it better than they think they can, and then turning around going, "Oh, did you see that?" It's like, yeah, yeah, I did, man. That's awesome. You know, yeah. I love that. But for a long time, I've I fell into, oh, just sort of help help out help out the mates, and I didn't really have a look at my own swing for a little while. Yeah, well, that happens. And then about a month ago, I eventually went, oh, you, okay, you need to focus on you. You need to be selfish. You need to focus on your own shit. So I started doing about an hour of video a week of just hitting balls and working on a few things. And yeah, it took three weeks. And they came good. Yeah, 65. Shot 65. Yeah, I got a very uh, exciting text. Mm, had eight birdies. Yeah, that's a good day out. It was a good day out. Yeah. yeah, best uh, be- best score I've ever had at the ripe old age of, you know, nearly 38. Did you win the comp? Yes. Yeah, okay, well done. Yeah. Yeah, you should... Uh, what's, uh, we played the Palm, so it was past 70, uh, so five under. Um, and I was off, t- what, two that day, so it's net seven under. Yeah. You're going gonna to win the comp in A yeah. grade. But, um, yeah, best day I ever had, which, which is... And I'll... It's funny to, to talk about that because we all used to be younger, fitter, stronger, more bendy, more flexible, hit the ball a mile further. I shouldn't be playing the best golf I've ever played. <laughs> I disagree. I for, played for any other sport. I'm I saying. played I played the best golf I ever played between the ages of uh thirty and forty. Mm. I think it's because golf is such a mental game. Yeah. And I can't tell you. Uh, no, I, I I can tell you the reason I I shot that score was obviously you hit uh, the ball good, mate. Hit the ball good, yeah. but it's got nothing to do with eventually having that good score. I've hit the ball good plenty of times in my life, and mm. I'm sure you have too. Mm. But it's the ability to hold it together, and what you're actually what you're actually thinking about when you're playing well is totally different to what you're thinking about when you're playing poorly. Yeah. And it's crazy for those out there that don't play golf just how different it is. Because when you're playing footy, you're just playing footy. Yeah. Aren't you? You just you're just not thinking there. about it. You're just out there playing footy. Yeah. But because you've got so much time to think about golf, you can think positively or you can think negatively or you can think stressfully or you can think in a relaxed mode. And you've you, But you've got to consciously make the decision of what you're going to think about. Well, that's why you've got to just talk shit while you're playing golf. Yeah, but I've tried that. 
What did you focus on when you when you were playing your oh, best golf? Talked a lot of sex. Right. Yeah. Okay. Back when you had some. Uh yeah. Had 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 a lot. Talked a lot. Well, I'd, okay. well, was there ever a time? <laughs> Hello, darling. Sure, she's going to listen to this. Hello, darkness. No, we. Uh, I used to say, and this is what I always said: is that when I moved here, I realised that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, just, I'm not. I'm not over the amount of shit you're now in when, when this, yeah. this goes well, live. She won't care. <laughs> okay, good. She won't care. Uh, she she rang yesterday, having listened to uh, listening to Born to Watch driving up the freeway, and says, "You know, it blows me away how you can remember exactly where you were when you saw a movie in 1988." <laughs> She goes, but when I ask you to do something, you can't remember it. I said, well... I enjoy the movie. Yeah, I said, well, you can draw from any conclusion from that you want, darling. So, uh, yeah, look, I think that uh, we just... It was just four mates talking shit. mm. And, and you know, very rarely did we talk about the golf, about how we were playing. You know, we'd play for breakfast and there'd be a lot of shit talk going on, Mm -hmm. uh, but there'd be a lot of talk that wasn't golf related. And I think that was the key. And I realized that when I, when I moved up here that, and tried to play Mm. that golf was just the vessel for me to hang out with my mates for four hours. And, and the fact that I became a reasonable golfer was a, was a positive and a byproduct, but absolutely it was just me being able to decompress and relax for four hours. And I think that, that, that when I, when I figured that out, and yeah, there were times when I really was focused on golf, where mm. I'd practice and and that. And sure, if you if you if you have a reasonable amount of talent at anything, and you put some time into it, you are going to get better. Sure. And so I think that yeah, that's part and parcel of it. But for me, it was just talking shit. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's a huge part of that. Like you know when, um, yeah, last week when I had that good score, I was playing with mates. Yeah, just, just playing with mates, having a laugh. We were we were, we were betting. You know, it was it was every time I made a putt, they would, f- yeah, Craig Smurden would, uh, oh, for fuck's sake, you can't make another one. And it was funny. Mm. It was funny that it went in. It wasn't like, yes, it was like, <laughs> another one. You know, it was that. Yeah. Um, but the biggest difference for me in that round was I don't think there's ever been a time. No, that's not true. There has been because obviously there's been good rounds before that. But. The biggest thing I drew from that day is I was consumed with what I was trying to achieve in my swing. Yep. Because I'm I'm working on some new stuff. And I think the biggest the biggest mistake golfers fall into, and this is to anyone, if you've played golf three times or three thousand times in your life, if you're focused on the result of your shot, you're fucked. Yep. Oh, you know, Roll off the back of the green. That's so shit. Well, you didn't make it roll off the back of the green. Yeah. Like, that happened up there. You know what I said to a mate of mine this week? We were talking about it. And, um, yeah, he's really focused on on the ball, the ball flight, where it lands, did he carry, what's the wind doing, what's the grass doing, you know, where's that pin, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know you're not allowed to touch the ball in golf. And he looked at me, he's like, what are you talking about? I said, you're only allowed to touch the club. And he's like, yeah. I said, so why don't you just fucking focus on what the club's doing? There's a lot of talk about what's going on up at that green. The ball's still over here on the fairway, mate. Mm. You know, like, why don't you, you, you don't even think, like, out of all your thoughts that you're talking about right now, you're not thinking about your hands, your arc, and the club face. Yeah. But that's the only shit you can control. Yeah. Like, if you can control this shit, it, the ball flight will take care of itself. And, and where it lands will, will be up to 
the universe. Do you know what I mean? It's funny that uh, yeah, it's funny that the the first thing I would say to most new golfers is you know, that when they hit the ball and they're so focused on the result, right? And I say to them, did you hit it good? Did it feel good? Mm. Cool. That's great. Great. We can fix the left and right bit. Yeah. It's the it's the contact that's the hard part, right? Yeah. Because you're not if you're not making solid contact, then you're doing something wrong to get the club into position to make the solid contact. Yeah, you're right. So it's like, well, let's let's if you're hitting it if you're hitting it solid, don't worry about it going left and right because yeah. that shit we can fine tune and work on. Yeah. But if you it, because then because you got I play with heaps of guys that I played with heaps of guys that just can't hit it. Well, even even just that terminology there, hitting the ball, I would argue that if you're trying to hit the ball, right, you're bringing tension, yeah. stress, you know, I've got to hit this ball and I need it to do this. I would argue that golf is more about performing a swing. The ball gets in the way. Mm. And that that's honestly the feeling I had that day was I was so um, – I was having such a good time because I was finally – dropping that club into the slot. I was finally getting the club lag. I was finally getting that open hit turn and dropping the head in behind the ball. I was just getting to my I was just getting into an impact position mm. with a bit of shaft lean, compressing that ball, and every time I performed the motion, it was very re- rewarding mm. to perform the motion. Mm. I accidentally hit it well. Mm. But it was the motion of the ocean that was that was turning me on. You with me? So that's the bit I can control. And and that was evident in that um, birdie the last two. So if you're three under, normally I would get very, very nervous. You'd finish one over. Or oh, one, oh, one under. Absolutely. Yeah. And everyone does. Yeah. Because, oh, shit, you know, don't fuck these holes up. But that day, it wasn't about fucking the holes up or, or what happens if or I better just do this or what. I was just so still concerned with enjoying putting a nice swing mm. onto you know, into the place that I just, the 18th, par five, um, drive a five iron. Mm. But the, the green is a water carry. Never even really entered my head. It did enter my head. Oh, you know, you're four under, should you just poke it down the right? I went, you know what? Just enjoy the shot. Mm. There was no stress. There was no tension in the arms. There was just, just enjoy the shot. Just drop the club in here. Just get yourself into that impact position. It'll probably be fine. And it was. Mm. Birdie the last, mm. and that that was probably the most the proudest thing was that I was able to just really put all that other stuff that normally yeah, creeps sure. into my head, yeah. and and just do that. So, um, and then you you know what's crazy about golf? You can apply that to life. You can apply that to business. Mm. Focus on the shit that you can control. Don't sit there up at night worrying about the shit that literally you can't control. Yeah, for sure. About the ball flying through the air and landing on the green and rolling off, and where, where is a front pin, back pin, yeah, or where's the wind? Just focus on the swing. Yeah. Because if you just perform the motions, you'll get there. Yeah. But if you focus on that end result, you'll fuck the motions up. Yeah. Okay. That was deep, wasn't it? It was deep. Mm. This is going to be quite a golf-centric episode. We're going to get back to golf. Well, here's my question to you. Yeah. Just taking a a detour back to where we were. We're going away next week. Mm. It's going to be a vibe. It's going to be a bit of punting. Is there, is there anything? There was a bit of back and forth on Facebook this week, Matt. Yeah, I've got some Mizuno clubs for sale. 
and your wife is uh, chiming in. Should we should we put that lightly? She likes to chime in. She's chiming. She's a chimer. Yeah, she's, she's a, a chimer. Chime. And you know what? Chimes in with the best of them. She likes to feel a part of it. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Megan White. She has a moment. I, look, I know one of us is. Yeah, and it's me. Yeah, because she, she, she gives a, you as much shit as I do. It's great. She has a moment. Uh, now she's not happy with uh, with Timmy Bray suggesting <laughs> you could do with a new set of Mizunos. Yeah. Am I bringing these clubs on the trip? No, I'm not. No, definitely not. I, I'll tell you a couple. Of not re- making it I'll into tell the you cup. a couple of reasons why. Right. And, I, and it was it was stated on. I think I think I've sold them, but anyway, it was it was stated on the the Facebook feed was one. I don't do sloppy seconds, and you do. Two, I I don't think I could hit those clubs. Right, Definitely. I have hit them at the range. Mm. Uh, well, hmm? well, yeah, I did hit them well, <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm I, I I don't think that uh, no, those clubs are a lot less sloppy seconds than your current clubs. Oh, well, they were my sloppy seconds. Yeah, yeah. but they are sloppy. Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> they're all right. Good, good, good Callaway. Look, they might make it in the car. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> you, I reckon you'll sell them by then. Well, yeah, I've got a lot. Yeah, it's yeah, all happening. I reckon you'll sell it. So anyway, good. If, 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 for three fifty that they're worth, please, you, you'll have heaps of a lining please. up. Please, made you an offer. Zero interest. Made you an offer. Um, <laughs> the uh, but it should be a good trip. Looking forward to it. Yep. It'll be fun. Going out to Coralbin. Just just cheap and cheerful. We were going to do Noosa. We were going to do you know three or four courses, a couple of days. But, mate, everyone works for themselves. Everyone's busy. Everyone's a, everyone's a dad. Yep. Literally everyone except one of us has who's going has, has kids. It's just hard to get away for more than a night, really, yeah. with short notice. I've been trying to do, you know, like a Noosa or a Sydney or something. You know, Ronnie's been pushing the Sydney trip. He's basically got me now. I'm in. Uh, early next year, but um, where to play? Hey, where to play? What courses in Sydney? Oh well, we we um, we've got an affiliate membership at the Lakes. Yeah, nice. So there's a, there's a couple of courses down there that we'll we'll probably end up playing if you if you're interested. Lakes is nice. Played there a few if times. you're interested. Maybe, uh, maybe another one, but we've been trying to put together a four to four to eight guys to go away for an overnighter for nearly a year. Mm. And I ended up just pulling the pin and going, fuck it. All right, I'm booking it. Mm. Who's coming? It's funny when, when you do that, everyone's in. Yeah, for sure. But if you're trying to get people to commit to a date four weeks out, they won't. <laughs> no, exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. So it should be good. It will be fun. Okay, look, we'll let's... We'll report back. We will. Next... Uh, should we do a pod from Corralman? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> probably not. But... NRL silly season, and we're okay. not going to talk about off-field instances, but yeah, uh, there's been quite a bit of movement already. Players being released, players being signed. Yeah, my team is on another planet, but we'll get to them. Are they but still your team? Yeah, of course they are. Are you out? Nah, I'm not You've, out. I say I'm out a lot, but I'm not out. I never. I'm never not out. I'm never you're out, out. Always out. I'm never out. Are you out? I'm just or out. out. It's just uh, differing. Positions of in, okay. right? So I'm at the moment. I'm just the tip. Okay. Yeah. There's no slapping of the ball bag. Right. At the moment. Okay. I'm just the tip. You're soaking. Yeah. I'm soaking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Oh no! Don't Google that, people. So don't there Google is. It. Don't don't Google docking <laughs> don't either. Google right? it. Don't Google docking. Uh, docking. Or docking or don't don't Google. 
Don't. No, no. You've, no, move on. Okay. I know. Listen, your face. It's bad. It's bad. It's Don't really bad. go there. Okay. Eels are looking at a potential player swap. It, yeah, this is weird. Josh Adokar. Yep. Do you know the for, player? No. Ryan Madison. So the Bulldogs are looking for forwards. Yeah. Well, they've lost a couple front rowers with Pangai yeah. Jr. Yeah. deciding that he doesn't like being told what to do. Mm. So he's going to go to a sport where a coach is going to tell him what to do. Mm. He's probably more suited to boxing, to be honest, Pangai Jr. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think he's smart enough for boxing, but that's okay. Yep. And that's saying something. Adokar's obviously been in a bit of trouble in the off-season. He got, he got punched out at the Koori knockout. No pun intended. And wasn't that wasn't that just the best name of a tournament to <sighs> for Adokar to get knocked out? Yeah, stop it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so obviously he, he he copped a two game ban for that. Mm. So he, he then got dropped from the Aussie team. Mm-hmm. So you can get punched out at a Curry knockout, but you can take photos with cocaine and still be selected in the Australian team. Well, this is it. So it's interesting. Uh, washing powder. Mm. He was just whatever doing the laundry. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so Phil Good has come out and said no, he's yep. fine. Adokar's fine, which means that you're gone. It's a, yeah. it's an interesting. The Bulldogs need Adokar. Like the Bulldogs, the Bulldogs need him. He's a good player. He scored eleven tries for them in fifteen games. He's still, he's in the top five wingers in the country. Why would they let him go? Is he a punish? Would would he be? Se- it would seem that way. Fuck, wouldn't he be? Yeah. If you're the Bulldogs and you're going through, look, I don't know the guy. Yeah. I'm only going on vibe and vibe alone. Yeah. Okay. And that's ninety percent of this podcast is vibe, vibe, it's Marbo feel, mm. and you know, narrative. Yeah. So, Adokar seems like a fucking punish. He seems like it's. It might all be about him. Yep. Can you see that? Yeah. Can you see how he'd walk? Oh, mate. Right. He would so, have walked into that place going, "I'm from Melbourne." Yeah. You so know. if and and Bellamy Bellamy let him go. Yep. Very very easily. Didn't put up a fight. That t- that's telling. For for the for the amount of talent he has. Yep. He went bye. Okay. Now, if you're the Bulldogs and you're trying to rebuild a club, you, you must also be trying to rebuild a culture. Yep. So I think off-field stuff for, let's say, you know, Melbourne, um, Penrith, Broncos, these sort of teams that are flying a bit, you kind of get away with a little bit more. Yep. Because the culture's all good. But when you're the Bulldogs, when you're in the bottom eight, when you're in the bottom four, and you really need some leaders, and you're—he's a senior player, and your senior players are getting knocked out places, and mm. you know, it, probably acting like a bit of a punish. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't need that. Maybe someone else is going to score nine tries, yeah, instead of eleven, but also be a leader. I don't know. Yeah, no, they're all good points. Uh, <laughs> Paramount. You've got, you got a lot of young guys in that club looking up too. Oh, for, I agree with that. You've got a lot of young guys yeah. at the Bulldogs because they're in a re- re- rebuild stage. Yeah. So you kind of want some good uh, moral 
leaders, I would think. Yeah, they've signed. They've just club. signed that Josh Curran too, the Bulldogs from the Warriors, who's a good he's, player. He's really good. I, I was. I was That's hoping, a good sign. I was hoping Manly might sign him. Good hair. Terrible hair. Good hair. Josh he wears Curran. his hat backwards a lot. Yeah. Big Curran. fan. Uh, and big fan. Good hair. Good hat. <laughs> good footy. So the Bulldogs have signed Josh Curran. They're gonna they're, on paper. They're pretty strong next year. Funny thing is, they've signed they signed Stephen Crichton. Stephen Crichton thought he was going to play fullback, and they've gone and signed Blake Taff. Mm. So he won't be playing fullback next year. No. I'd be interested to see if he backflips. Ooh, okay. Crichton wants to be a spine player. Crichton's probably good enough to at least get a start at having a crack at it. If he's five games in and can't hack fullback, Fair enough. But he was instrumental in that grand final. Oh, he had the best game he's played. If Crichton doesn't play, they probably don't get they probably don't win. Yeah. That try that he scored where Cleary literally just gave him the ball and went, There are have a crack and beat that many people at that point in couple, the game. Couple couple key kicks at the back end of the game. Amazing kicks. Also coming out of trouble. Said, Give me the ball, let's do some work. Yeah. Big body. Yeah. Big motor for a big body. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he's 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 highly rated, but I still think he's underrated. Well, can Penrith afford him now? No, they've just up there. They've just up there. Deal have, to yeah, when, when I say backflip, I don't necessarily mean go back home. I mean, well, if you're not going to play me at fullback, I I I'd, I would question if he had that in his contract. Yeah, if, if you were going to have Blake Taft or Stephen Crichton back there, who would you choose? Is Taft that good? I mean, he's good, but is he that good? Uh, Crichton's one of the form players of the whole comp. Yeah, but not playing fullback though. True, but I don't think he's a fullback. I don't think he is either. But he's been he he wants fullback money, mate. That's and this is the thing. I understand that it's all about the money. I you understand. don't get paid any money in the centres. And when I say you don't get paid any money, you only get eight hundred thousand. Yes, but you can get a million at fullback. Mm-hmm. And but he's he wouldn't be in the top seven fullbacks in the. Eight, nine. Well, he's not in any because he's, he's he not a fullback. Yeah, but after a few games, and you know the difference what, between Crotton and a lot of centres that want to go to fullback is he grew up playing five eight, so yep. he, he's got a fantastic ball. He's got a fantastic pass. Most centres have a great into out step, palm back on the inside, hold the ball in the outer hand, and flick it to the winger. Mm. They've got a lot of. A lot of palm, lateral movement. They've got a lot of flick passes in them. They've got a lot of bump offload. Crichton's got all that, but he's also got an amazing passing game. And he can also read play very well. So I, I'd, he's one of the few that I would love to see have a crack back there. Yeah, and, and I don't say that lightly. Normally, I'm a big, big, big fan of shut the fuck up, play your position. Yeah. But because he grew up playing 5'8", I really want to see what, what would happen. Okay, so now the talk is... Now, we spoke last week about Melbourne, mm. about Falongo, mm. the fullback. Someone's on the market. Pappy's going to go, man. They're going to shop him. They are shopping him. Yeah. They've already said they're shopping yeah. him. Who's going to buy him? I hope Manly does. Take a punt. Take a punt. You know what? It's the sort of buy that Manly would make. No, and no, in the off-season they're having... I'm expecting Pappenhausen to play for Manly. Yeah. I'm expecting them to lock him up for 10 years yeah. without an injury clause. Yeah. Because that's how they roll. I would not buy Pappenhausen if you gave me the money. Yeah. It's it's going to be interesting. To see. There's, mate, there's people lining up. Yeah. 
Mm. He, you can't, you can't do it, right? He has had two great seasons, right, and two career-ending injuries. He's had as me- as many career-ending injuries as he's had great seasons. Yeah, that's not the right ratio. Yep. You're supposed to have you're supposed to have five amazing seasons and one bad injury, mm. and then still be worth money. Yeah. If you're getting Pappy, you're getting him for four hundred thousand a year, and you're getting an injury clause. Now, if you're getting him for that money, sure. But <clears throat> I don't know how you spend money on the guy, man. You can argue that the second injury was freak. Yeah. But still got it. He still got it. <laughs> so I don't know. Is he that good, or are we just remembering a couple of amazing tries? From three years ago. He's pretty good. I know, but is he... He's pretty good. Is he good enough to, to gamble? Yeah, it's a big, it'll be a big injured. gamble. It'll be a he's big gamble. Injured. Yeah, no, I agree. Look, Look Manly are not going to sign It's got Manly written all over it. Manly it's are not going to sign got, It's got injury-prone fullback. Let's dump the kitchen sink at him. That's, that, that is Manly. Yeah. You've got 50 push-ups that reflect that. Right. You're okay? Yeah, I'm just looking at this. I'm just so appalled at my club. So appalled. Where's Tommy T next year? Uh, I think he's going to... Okay. If I'm coaching Manly, Turbo's playing in the centres, and Cool is playing fullback, right? You don't think he's going to play? How do you... You Mate. So this this off-season... He's tying up. Manly He's tying have, up so much of your salary. Yeah, I know. Okay? Well, they can't let him go. And then no, they can retire him. Pay no, him out. Well, he's got to agree to that. He's not going to agree to that. He's no. not going to agree to that. He is. He is tying up so much salary cap. Yeah, and yeah. he is injured for most of every year. Mate, it is obvious how poorly... It is a waste yeah. of your salary cap. I, I agree. I'm, I am I agree with that, but... He gets paid. He gets paid. I would argue that he gets paid $100,000 a minute. Yeah. Because of the amount of minutes played. So, so Mikey McGrath, me, me good mate Mikey, he's a member at the golf club. Yeah. Literally, we've worked it out. He pays $600 every time he plays a game of golf. Because he pays his yearly dues, yeah, and for he, sure. And then he plays once a month. Yeah, it costs it costs him about six hundred bucks a round. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, ah, fuck it. That's that is Travoyevich. Okay, so Manly, it's obvious their salary cap is shot because they've let they've let Kepi go, which is I don't mind that. Kepi's like Manly's Tino, where he's gonna do a couple good things, but he's stupid and he's gonna give away ten penalties. Yeah, they've also let Morgan Harper go to the uh, Eels, which I'm not disappointed about, move on because they're going to play Garrick in the centres, right? So move on. Morgan Harper's not good. He's not yet, mate. Do you remember the game against Cronulla? Against, uh, Tol- uh, uh, Tol- is it Talakai? I don't treasure the moments. Oh, my God. Like, the, I don't oh, know how. Yes. I don't oh, know sorry, how, against Talakai. I don't know yes. how he was ever able to come back and play footy after that game. He's made to look like a fool. Yeah. But Manly, Manly have let Kepi go, they've let Harper go. Let a couple others go as well. Ko Weeks is signed with the Raiders. Mm. They have. I think that's a good signing for the Raiders. Good signing for the Raiders. He'll be better. He's he's untried. He'll be better there. He he wasn't great for Manly. He was good in the off season, in the preseason. I thought, oh, this kid's a goer. Yeah. But sort of got screwed around 
played a bit of five eight, played fullback, played yeah, here, not played his there. Fault. No, not his fault. I think Ricky will find a spot for him to go there. Play there. Manly have Manly have just signed Corey Waddell from the Bulldogs. Not good. L- listen to the quality of the off-season purchases for okay. Manly. Luke Brooks. One of the best. Tommy Talao. Mm. Atasi James. Who? Exactly. From the worst team Target. and club for the last 10 years in the NRL. Mm. This is where you're getting your people from. Mm-hmm. Jackson Paulo, who wasn't wanted by the Rabbits, mm. wasn't wanted by the Roosters, mm. so he's now with Manly. Mm-hmm. And now they've signed Corey Waddell. Mm-hmm. So they're now in talks. They're now in talks to sign Nathan Brown from the Roosters and previously from Parramatta, who will be 30. And Really? Yeah. So that before he signed with the with the Roosters after he left Parra, Manly were in talks with him then. And they decided not. Nah, not going to play him. I think he signed with the Dragons, and then he went to the Roosters. So now they're in talks to sign uh, Nathan uh, Nathan Brown. So Manly, Anthony Seabold looks like a man with no idea. Mm. Then I read another article that they're going to offer Aaron Woods another deal. No way. Veteran forward Aaron Woods is set to be granted his wish with a new deal at Manly, but it will be a contract with a difference. Woods, age 32, one of the most popular players in the league. <laughs> Who wrote this? His brother. <laughs> really? No. Yeah. He's set to, to get a contract not in Manly's top 30 to start the season. So mm. they're going to offer him a contract. Assuming he accepts the deal, he'll start in the New South Wales Cup and be a mentor, right, for, for the young players. And then it's expected that once <laughs> – this, listen to this – he is then expected to be promoted into the top grade when the inevitable injuries strike the club and in the origin period. <laughs> you know what? Uh, That's not dumb. Oh dear no, no, no. When you first said to me that they've re-signed, they're going to re-sign Aaron Woods, I went, "You're fucking kidding." But if they're going to re-sign him, uh, if he's going to play, if he's going to play New state South cup, Wales cup yeah, money yeah. and then also be an interchange forward for potential injuries, I actually don't hate it. Yeah, that's actually the smartest thing I've ever heard Manly do. Yeah, which is. I've only got one thing ever on that yeah. column, and that's it. And then probably another thing that's happened in the off-season is that uh, Michael Maguire is now the New South Wales coach. Yeah, that's funny. One season he's been signed for. One season. So we can't build a It's a, a one-year deal. Can't build a team. You can't build a culture. Go and try and win. Mm. If you don't win, you're fucking out. Yeah. That's a good winning culture, isn't it? New South Wales are fucked up. That's man. a great winning culture. Yeah. We've just lost a series. And here you go. Have one go. Live in fear. Don't build a culture. Yep. Live in fear. Yep. So. You wonder. You wonder why. Yep. So the team for. Are the, you out? Oh, mate, it's hard. <laughs> so the team for the. So fucking dumb. Australia, New Zealand test match on the weekend. Well, Payne Haas is out. Yeah. What, what's up with this? What's happening? Well. Talk to me. Do you know what? They've left Liam Martin, Selwyn Cobbo. Tino and Payne Haas out of the original team. Now, I don't think they picked their strongest team for the first test, if I'm being honest. And I and I get that. Maybe yeah. they just need a rest. Yeah. Liam Martin has done nothing wrong and neither has Payne Haas. Yeah. So, Cobbo, I get it. So... They've got Holmes on the wing. 
Dylan Edwards on the other wing. Yep. Katoni Staggs and Hammer. Yep. I like that. The back line is, is effectively the same mm. with Val Holmes coming in for Cobbo. Yep. Yeah. But then we've got uh, Jake T comes in for Payne. Jakey T's gold. And should he should be in the team anyway. He makes 100 tackles a game. Yeah, but he's not better than Payne. No, he's not, but he's a different player. Mm. He's better than Tino. Should be Payne, Payne and Jakey T. Yeah. Should lead the charge. But you've got Flegler comes off the bench into the starting team. Yeah. Uh, Murray, Cotter comes off the bench into the starting team Love in the that. second row. Cotter's a, Cotter's a beast. And Yo in the, in the, in the back row. Yeah. Uh, Grant, Collins, Carrigan, and Nico Hines. Yeah. Now, I watched Nico Hines play in the President's game yep. for about 20 minutes. Yeah. You know when there's guys that are really good NRL players? Mm-hmm. But they're not rep footy players. I've got a concern yeah. that Nico Hines might be that. It could you could be right, and there there is there is every chance that that is the case. There's also every chance that he's never actually been given a proper go. No, he hasn't. He's always kind of been given half a go, and then everyone wonders why he doesn't succeed. It's like, well, you're not setting your team up for for success here. Mm. You know, New South Wales, you gave him a couple of minutes. At the end of a game. Out of position. Out of position. Lost on a game. And then he didn't perform. It's like, well, yeah, you gave him a couple of minutes at the end of the game out of position. Of course he didn't fucking perform. Is he shit? Or are you shit? Right? So then, you know, in the in the, in the the president's game, has he played with these guys before? Does he... he for me, has he, he floated, seemed... Has he floated in and then everyone goes, be the best? He seemed to me he was pushing. Trying too hard. Yeah. He's just saying but, to me that he was pushing. But and the, and are the, you trying too hard because you're not confident your position is safe and oh, I've got to win the game or I'm uh, out? I, I think that's I think that's part of the case. Like, How much freedom does Cherry Evans get to play with? Because he knows if he has a shocker, he's there next week. Yeah. So all of a sudden, he's playing with no stress. But you earn that right. You earn the right. But also, I think you can be, you can be <laughs> awarded, okay, you're our half for the next four games. Yeah. Five games. You're our half for this series. This series, for example. Beautiful. Yeah. I think there's a bit of calm that comes with that. So, I don't think Nico Hines is a rep player either. But I also feel for him. Because he's always like... He's always playing with the fear of being dropped within the game. Yes. Because, you know, he's been hooked in a game, you know. Yeah. I, look, after I, making one mistake. I think he's. I think he plays he's, with fear. I, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think every time he runs down the field, he thinks it's his last game. Of and when he plays for the Sharks, he doesn't play with fear. Yeah, he just goes hard. Yeah, and you can't. Yeah, you can't play. The, you can't play NRL, uh, rugby league with fear. Yeah, you also. You also when you're playing rep footy, you're not playing the bottom eight teams every week like sure. you do when you're at the Sharks. But there's also that. Yeah, which is very valid. Yeah, fucking Sharks. We're gonna we're gonna try something new today. Very golf centric. First, I think you've got something you want to talk about with Live Golf. Right. And we're going to go into a little uh, discussion topic. Discussion topic. Yeah, maybe 10, 12 minutes to finish out the episode. Oh. Maybe. Maybe not even that long. Uh, I've never heard you commit to 10 minutes of anything ever. Yeah. Uh, if we're doing something two or three times, then yeah, 10 minutes. Um, live golf. Tell me about it. When you said live golf's over, I was like, "Oh, what? You mean they're actually now officially merging with the PGA Tour?" Don't be ridiculous. Which is what I thought was happening. 
So you have no idea what's going on. No. Cool. Okay. You're a you're a you're a sham. You're a sham of a sports podcast host. Just I I, I like what I like, and I. Do you like? Yeah. Well, don't like live. Uh, all right. So what they've done. He, yeah, here's the problem with that statement from you. They now have an off-season. Yeah, I like you, that. Which you like. Yeah. They also basically did their Ryder Cup, which finishes their season. They did their final series. Yep. Which you also like in every other sport. They did a final series. I, I think... To for, round out the season. For me, it's it's the... it's uh, Okay. I don't mind the structure of Live Golf. Mm-hmm. I just don't like some of the people involved. I and, don't and, like... And that's fair. Bryson DeChambeau. That he could fair. be the best player on the planet. Yeah. And I know you're going to talk to me now like he is. No. No. I think I think he has done zero to benefit his brand. Yeah. That is... I think his personal brand is not as good as it should be for the amount of talent and good looks that that guy has. Yeah. You should be beloved. Around the world. But you tweet and you have beef with people. And yeah. no, no one gives a fuck. Yeah. Because you're a professional golfer on hundreds of millions of dollars. You shouldn't have any beef. Shut the fuck up. Mm. Fair? Yeah. There's, there's your olive branch from yeah. me. Yeah. However, live. Uh, they do their quarterfinals. That's been done. This has all been done. Their quarterfinals is like this. So they do a match play and they go team against team. Right. Knockout. Yeah. Knockout. Well, the quarterfinals, and it puts you in different sections of the of the ladder. So, you know, team GC Smash versus the High Flyers, the, goal, the, the, the Fireballs versus the Majestics, uh, the Australian, the Rippers GC versus the Cleeks. What is that? Cleeks? Oh, those guys, yeah. Adam Bland, McDowell, yeah. Um, and then Stinger versus Ironheads. Um, and you play match play against, you know, 1v1, 2v2. It's like penance. Yeah. Um, and then the team goes through. Right. You see? So these guys both one up. Two and one, six and four. So the the high flyers went through there. Then you get to the semifinals. And it was the top of the table versus the top of the table. The guys who were in the quarterfinals... This was the bottom of the table, eight teams. Right. And the winners here got to go through, but the top of the table teams automatically were in the semis. It's like winning the preliminary final. Yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway, and then they go to the the final. Now, the final is not match play. The final is the best. The whole team has to perform, and it's a cumulative total. Right. You with me? Yep. So it's fantastic. So what they do is they do tier one. Tier two and tier three. So depending on your where your team, it's all team. There's obviously the award for the best golfer of the of the year, which went to Taylor Gooch. So he won some ridiculous trophy and ridiculous amount of money because he was the best. Put oh, absolutely shit no. Like it's lucky you're good at shit. Um. So he won that. But the premise is penance. The premise is Ryder Cup of all this, and it, it's it's getting me. Because I'm into it. So depending on where you finish throughout the year and depending on how you finish in the finals depends on what tier you're in. So if you're in tier one, which is the top four teams at the end of the semifinals, 
you are playing off for the champion team. These other teams, no matter how good they go, in the Tier 2. So Tier 2 were Stingers, Fireballs, Cleats uh, and High Flyers. Tier 3, unfortunately, was the Rippers, GC, Smash, Majestics and Ironheads. Um, those guys were just playing for the winner of Tier 3, Division 3. Then the winner of Tier 2. Tier 1 was the Crushers, which is Bryson DeChambeau's. The Range Goats, which the captain was Bubba Watson. Team, it's we say talk, but they say talke. Talke. Oh, this talk fuckwits. That was um, Neiman, Joachim Neiman. And the four aces, uh, which was captained by Dustin Johnson. So these guys were out there. All, all teams were playing, but they were playing different comps. And uh, cumulative total. So the round, the, the best score of the final was, um, uh, I think it was, yeah, Abraham <laughs> Leary. Abraham Leary went out there and shot seven under. But the team... Bryson DeChambeau had five under. Graham, uh, Charles Howell, the third, had even. And then Paul Casey had one over for a cumulative total of 11 under. Right. And it was extreme. So that's, sorry to get all tech, sorry to get all fucking reporter on you there. But the cool thing about that was watching it. It was extremely exciting. And I get, I get what they're doing here. When you're watching a traditional tour event, you're watching the top two or three people compete for the tournament and everyone else is out of it because this is a team's thing second place range goats were cumulative total nine under their team score was five under two under two under even now paul casey had one over for the uh, for the crushers in the top team the the camera was on this guy he was nowhere near the winning score but if he had Two more bogeys. If he didn't hold his fucking life together, his team loses. And as as good as Abraham Leary and Bryson DeChambeau played, they would have lost. Yeah. So the camera was literally on. 12 people. And every single putt of all 12 of those people mattered. So it was really exciting. You, you weren't just sitting there watching one guy dominate. Mm. Abraham Leary and Bryson DeChambeau and Bubba Watson... And Joachim Neiman. They were the only ones in the whole tournament that were actually piping it. DJ shot three over. But I was watching DJ's round with a lot of intensity because if he plays slightly better, you know, the, the whole team plays slightly better. It's a very interesting concept. Don't look at me like that. It sounds like they played more than three rounds. In the whole thing. Were they okay? It's just different, Matt. Mm. But different doesn't have to be shit. I'm not saying it's shit. Just don't like the people. I get... I get... Well, there's a lot of good people there. You don't like two or three, and I don't like two or three, and I don't like two or three. I don't like... You know what I don't like? I don't like more people on the PGA Tour now because of the way they've fucking carried on. There are some people on Live That I Hate there is also mm. some people on the PGA Tour I hate. Yeah, for sure. There are a lot of things about the PGA Tour that I still love. The pageantry, the tradition, the mar- the you know, the big majors. It's a fantastic brand. But I get it, man. I get this whole team's thing. This is not something that the PGA Tour could even replicate. The way yeah. they've done this, the way they've set the bar of that's what this is now. Yeah. 
What they've actually done, which I find interesting, is I don't think they're no I don't think they're any longer competing with the PGA Tour. I think it's a different sport. And that's what they should have done. So I think it's a different game, it's a different thing. So it's like you know what it is? I don't it's like it's like there is there's F one and there's there's Bathurst and it's all car racing. But it's a totally different race. Can anyone can anyone anyone here we go. Tell me what the fuck is going on. Here we go. Can anyone explain to me what this brokered truce between the PGA <laughs> Tour and Live Golf is? I don't understand it. I don't get it. It just no. seems to be business as usual. Yeah. Nothing is changing. No one's come out and said, this is what's happening. Yeah. Was it just that it no. just reeked of a money grab for the PGA Tour. Yeah, they just grabbed a bunch of money and then kept doing what they want. I just don't understand it. And it's uh, golf's losing me but, because of this. But the FedEx car finished, right? Yeah. Victor Hovland won. Yeah. He won the grand final, the end of the season. Then they had a week off. And then they started again. And then the Zoho Championship was on. Yeah. Or there was, no, there's been some, there was there was two more. There's been two in there. Now yeah, I, Zoho, I think. Zoho, the, and I'm like, if it, the lights are never off. Yeah, they need to they they need to give the world a little crack. Like I need to look forward to it. Like as much as I hate the NRL off season, it, ref- it it's a refresher yeah, for sure. You know, like it. it it's re- just it a, it's a, yeah. It's it's, it's like a, when the Premier League's over. Even the Premier League is back very quickly. Yeah, but they have two or three months off. Two and I think it's I think it's eight weeks, maybe ten weeks. Yeah, and then you see the ad, Premier League back. What is it back this weekend? They just, they need it. They do, but they won't. No, because money, money, money. Yeah. Okay, discussion. We, we're going to talk about last week, but we got ahead of ourselves. Okay. Very brief discussion on, we're going to stick to golf. Sorry if, sorry if it went on a bit. That's okay. It was, it was exciting. It's, it's I've got it's, a new sport. It's apt that okay. you did that because you want to talk about slow play. Mm. And how it works well, the the negative in golf, yeah, in golf. There's Slow a lot of non-golfers golf. listening to this podcast yeah. that are going, "What the fuck have I signed up for here?" Yeah, and They're this is fine. It's, it's that's okay. Look, mm. if you if you have zero interest in golf, see you next week. Yeah, and if you have some interest in golf, stick around because we've finished talking about live. Okay, Greg's got some happy tissues on the floor next to him, and uh, it's it's time to move on. That was nice, mm. Mm. but sorry if I'm positive, man. <laughs> Should fucking try it. <laughs> Please tried yeah. it. Tried it once. Uh, didn't, didn't care for it. So slow play. It's it's interesting. It's the bane of most golf clubs. Okay. Right. It is. It is the thing that is. I think talked about. This is your discussion point. Yeah. Right. This is you trying to spice up the potty, isn't it? Well, I'm just trying to try something new. Okay. Sure. The new position. It is the. It is the. So I'll, I'll talk from personal experience. So. Right. I've played at a golf club where. Slow play became a real thing. Yeah. Right now, the standard out time for a round of golf was four hours and ten minutes. I think is at most golf courses. Four fifteen. Four fifteen. Okay, so which is about fifteen minutes a hole. So for the non-golfers listening, we're talking about when golf takes way too long, and the reason that's a problem is because there's about one hundred fifty people on the golf course at any one time. 
And if one group is slow, it banks up the entire It's a trickle field. event. It's a trickle event. The people behind you can't yep. hit yet because you're still on the green. That means the people behind them can't hit yet, people behind them. So it is quite an issue. Play yep. on. So I just wanted to include yeah, everyone. So I think that there, I played at a golf club where this became su- such a thing Yeah, that th- there were marshals on the course. They they said a, you had there was a clock that you had to clock in at at the end of the round. That's not fun. Right. And it, and it became like we got to the point where there were people running down the last hole and just clocking in and going back and playing their 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 last hole. Wow. Like it became a real thing. Slow play is very difficult because it everyone's out to have some fun. Yeah. Right? And it's there's a line. There's a line between rush you know, quickly finish and not enjoy your day. Yeah, but also, you know, or because, ju- or just play briskly. Because I've played, I've played rounds of golf that have taken three hours. Mm. I've played rounds of golf that have taken five and a half. Yeah, right. Uh, and, and and I want to kill myself. Yeah, and and I'm and I'm not sure. I, I don't think I've played well in three hours. Maybe I've played okay in three hours, You've but never played well in five and a half. I've it's never pl- I've never played well in five. You and lose and a half your hours. rhythm. You're yeah. gone. So I think there's. Some things that can happen on the golf course mm. uh, to improve pace of play. Yeah. And I think it's a mindset thing, right? I think that – I think gone are the days. I don't know how it works at your golf courses, but I remember when I first started playing that everyone would stop at the halfway house, mm. right? And you'd sit down and you'd have something to eat. Mm. And then you'd go back out and play. And that just doesn't happen anymore. No, and nor should it. And nor, I agree, and nor should it. Yeah, if you've got to run to the pro shop, grab a sandwich and a – Couple of beers. Yeah, eat on the that. run. Eat on the run. Just throw it in the cart, keep yeah. moving. That's fine. Do you think that the advent of uh, all these distance measuring devices has mm. added to the pace of play? Uh, or do you think it has? No. No? No, because, and, I, and I, I can say that comfortably because, have I disconnected myself here? No, I haven't. I can say that comfortably because our um, course where I play, um, we, we score on an app. So when we start our round, it 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 knows when you started your round. Is it my score? Yeah, yeah. So it constantly tells you how if you're behind, yes, or not, yeah, basically. And also on our carts, it comes up on the top of the cart. You are you know every time you get in the cart, you look for it, you know because we've got the GPS measurement thing, and there'll be you know it lights up yellow if you're anything less than ten minutes behind pace of play, lights up red if you're anything more, yeah. Um, and you go, oh shit! And you're constantly reminded of it. So the average round of golf at my course is around between four and four fifteen. So it's it's good. Yeah. But it's also a member's course, so everyone plays golf all the time. Yeah. So slow play normally occurs when you're dealing with a course where there's uh, public access, where people that don't play a lot, who don't have pace of play in the back of their mind who were just out there for a whack and a couple of beers and they're probably not fixing their divots and they're probably just fucking pissing and farting around. That, that, that's cool. That's, there's a place for that, but that's where slow play comes from. So I'm at a course where there's lots of people shooting the laser. Lots yeah. of people. They're, they're filling their divots. They're fishing, fixing their pitch marks. The number one thing I think imp- that is, uh, is the key to pace of play. You can take as much time as you want over your ball. It's the time you take between the shots. It's to get ready. Well, even just... What, walking to your ball? Walking to your ball, right? There's nothing I hate more than a guy sitting in a cart 
watching his friend get ready and hit yeah, the shot. Yeah, fuck off to your ball, mate. When your ball's five metres away. Yeah. And he's going to hit his shot and then we're going to go to mine, right? Get out of the cart. Yeah. Take your laser. Go over to your ball. Get your distance. Okay, cool. Right? Come back to the club. Grab your club. Decide what, at least just decide what club you're going to you hit. Go through your process. Go through Start your even process. half your process. Start your process, yeah. And then once he's hit, you're ready to go. The, just hit the ball. The thing the thing that kills me, mm. kills me, mm. is fuckwits that take one club at a time. So you pull up, you're in a bunker. Take your putter, mate. Yeah. Take your fucking yeah, putter. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that in so long, I forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. It, mate, I've seen it just regu- like recently. Yeah. Where I'm like, and people that I've played with, I'm like, Mate, yeah, so take your sandwich. So they so they leave their clubs on the left side of the green. Yep. They walk across the green to the right bunker. Yep. They hit their shot with their sandwich. Yep. Then they rake the bunker. Then they get out and they walk back over to their bag. Yep. Put the sandwich away, get their putter out, walk back onto the green. Yeah. Just take your putter Kills out. Kills me. And I, and I yeah. keep saying, yeah. take your putter, mate. It's an etiquette thing, right? I think yeah. that I think that ready golf is a big thing. I think you've got to play. Oh, yeah. Fuck all the pageantry. Oh, yeah. Fuck all honours. Yeah. If you're first to the tee, hit yeah. off, mate. We, we always just play right. ready it's golf. It's ready no golf. It has to be. No one gives a shit. And you know what? Walk to your ball. If there's a, if, if you're the longest driver, if you've outdriven someone by 30 so, metres, so go to the edge of the fairway, walk yeah. to your ball. Yeah. Right? It's the simple things that can be done. Yeah, we Don't, do that. That's what we do every day. You've got to. And, and I agree, in a cart, even if it's like, I'm going to drop you here, I'm going to go and look for my ball in the rough. Correct. Just you, you hit your shot, anything, I'll go look. Yeah, anything you can do to make it quicker, you yeah. should be looking at. Now, on the flip side of that, mm-hmm. I fucking hate guys that it seems their mission... Is to rush. Is to rush. Yeah. Okay? Now, there's a fine line. Mm-hmm. I've played with I've played with guys uh, at Burley that their mission is to play a two hours, 45 round of golf. Mm-hmm. And they are hitting... They're hitting out of turn. They're hitting when you're hitting... Mm. They're hitting, uh, they're putting just whenever they want to putt. Mm. They're picking their ball up and they're walking to the next tee. Mm. I'm like, hey, fuck wit. There's four people in this group, mm. right? This isn't just you versus the world. Mm. So there's a fine line mm. because that's annoying as I've well. I've never played with someone like that. Mate, I've played with several. I would uh, I would have words. Yeah, no, the words were said. Yeah. Made, made no difference. Yeah. Uh, so I've, ha- I've had guys where I've been in a bunker. Because there is etiquette. Yeah, there's etiquette. Yeah. So I've been in a bunker and I've been waiting for my go mm. and a guy has putted. Putted, putted out and just started walking to the next tee and I haven't even hit my bunker shot yet. Mm. And I'm like, mate, I'm I, I'm not going too slow. Just fucking wait your turn, mate. Yeah, wait till we're all on the yeah. green. So there's... I, th- so I think you play... That's the only time where I think ready golf doesn't apply. No, you, you're playing... You're playing Serious etiquette on the on the green. That's right. On the green. Right. If you're if it's if you're further away, it's your part. Yeah. On the green. Yeah. Off the tee, ready golf. Even if you're both in the middle of the fairway, right? If I can't work out what the wind's doing, right? I'll turn to my I'll turn to my mate here and I'll go, mate, are you ready? And he'll be like, and even if he's in front of me, and you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Go. I said, mate, you play you play when you're ready. I'm not quite sure what I want to hit yet. Yeah. Because that gives me it's like a lifeline. Yeah. Right? Are you ready, mate? You just go when you want. I just, I'm not sure what I need. Yeah. yeah may, maybe the cart's over with my partner because he's hitting his shot and I'm standing here. And he's and then the guy next to me is waiting for me. It's like, don't wait for me because I'm waiting for my clubs. You just go. So you've got at at um <coughs> at the cove, you've got... Mm. Are you carting or are you walking now? Well, I'm, car- I'm carting because 
we, why not? Cars are included. Yeah, of course, we all included. get cars. So if someone's going to give you a car, you're going to take a car. So but you, it's a goal of mine to start walking. So you've got yeah. GPS in every car. Yeah. Do you use app as well? Yeah. Okay. No, but not all the time. Yeah. Because that's a whole other story. One of, my, one of my biggest hatreds is when people, lots of people, <clears throat> most people, are zapping the pin every single time. Yeah. Haven't hit a green since 1973. Yeah. I'm going, what are you doing? I've actually moved. What are you doing? I've actually moved away. I guess one of the things, and probably maybe the last year mm. I'm playing when I was playing serious up here, I actually moved away from the zapper. Yeah, and I just sort of looked, started going middle, oh, middle green, back of green. Yeah, and just knowing what that yardage is. Yeah, and going well, the flags at the front, middle of the green is X. Well, can I tell you what I think the problem with zapping the pin is? And it's the same problem with only using the car GPS. You only get one number. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not that good, hmm. right? My handicap's pretty good, but yeah. I'm not that good. Yeah. So if you're a twenty marker and you're zapping one number, you're a moron. Yeah. Right? Oh, I'm just going to play the middle of the green. What is it? Uh, 160. Okay, cool. Well, hang on. Let's talk about it. What, I was, what I'll use the laser for is I'll hit the lip of the front bunker. Yeah. And let's say the middle of the green is 160. The lip of the front bunker is 140. So my brain goes, okay, minimum 140. Minimum. Yeah. And then I'll look at the GPS on the cart and I'll go, what's the back of the green? Oh, it's 175. Okay, cool. Maximum 175. So now I've got my window. Now let's shoot the pin. Okay, ideally 167 because the pin's at the back. But really, you know, I'm you know, I'm probably not going to get that much spin from here. The green slopes away from me. I just need to hit it more than 140. So what club can I guarantee I'm going to hit more than 140? So I've got myself there five measurements, six measurements. Yeah. That's how you should be playing golf. So people that get the laser and shoot the pin, they're wrong. Yeah. People that just go off the cart. They're also yeah, wrong. Yeah, for sure. You need multiple numbers and then you need to go, well, I'm not good enough to hit at 168 every time. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I've got to give myself a window and be and be happy. Yeah. So, but but yes, people, this, you know, the overanalyzation of, of stuff will attribute to slow play. But if you notice every single thing we just spoke about then was not over the ball stuff. Was nothing to do no, with it. No, we haven't it. got to that yet. No, it was nothing to do with it. Yeah. It's not taking your club. Yeah. It's not going to your ball. Oh, for sure. It's all in between. And I think that's where you make up all your time. All I think that you can you could spend 30 seconds over your ball, which is, trust me, is a long time in golf. You can spend a minute yeah. choosing your club, yeah. looking at the wind, hitting your shot. You can spend two minutes. Yeah. If you then go straight to your ball, yeah. you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I think it's 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 off the ball. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that's where you can improve in your side mm-hmm. play. Massively. I think it is. As I said, it's a fine line. I that's, think that's the biggest tip that you'd ever give to a new golfer. Yeah, is when it's not your shot, be brisk. Yes, yeah. When it's your shot, you do you, boo. Yeah, you do you. But if it's your shot, if it's not your shot, get moving. Unless you're Brian Harmon, he could speed up. Yeah, he could speed up. Unless you're uh, Patrick Cantlay. Yeah, these guys could speed yeah. up. And I think also that it's hard because it's monkey see, monkey do a bit. So people watch all this stuff on the TV. Mm. And they see these guys taking sometimes forever. And yes. they think, well, that's I'm going to be like him. Yes. And I think that that's not the case. You don't have this shot for a million. Yeah, exactly right. You're not putting for your dinner. Yeah. And also, more importantly, you're not good enough to put it where you think you're going to put it. Yes. By definition. Not, oh, yeah, I can. 
Yeah, everyone can. Even a broken clock's right twice a day. Yeah. All right? Grab yeah. a club, kick the fucking ball. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Good one. Off the ball. Work on your off the ball stuff, people. Next That's week, we'll have another discussion. Discussions. That's it. Discussion points. Another discussion point for next week. Well, I might like let Greg. I might let Greg think of one for next week. Doesn't necessarily have to be. Well, it shouldn't be around golf, actually. No, we should definitely mix it up. Yeah. And, uh, mate, if you've got anyone who's listening. Is it's the only thing I know anything about. But if anyone is listening <laughs> and you want to hear us talk about something, maybe something we don't know might be a bit more interesting. Did I tell you I took the Admiral out for a round of golf? No. Yeah. He was really, really keen on, on having a bit of a hit. This is a very non-golfer. Mm. And uh, he hit it. He yeah. hit pretty good. Yeah. Someone, some, someone I think might be listening to the podcast and getting a little bit keen on golf. We're, we're changing lives here, Matt. Oh, we do. We're changing lives. He brought his son out, um, and uh, yeah, he were he didn't it wasn't into golf, and uh, for the entire week afterwards, Harry kept saying to him, uh, "Dad, can you uh, show me how to do this golf thing again?" And I went, <laughs> "Ha ha! Another one bites the dust." Sucked in, <clears throat> Danny. <clears throat> Wow. So yeah, good. Well, I might be playing uh playing a, a little nine holes tomorrow morning with my so, son. Hang on, hang on, hang well, on. My You're son's playing asked golf me to play again. Well, my son has asked me to play, and I'm like, well, who I can't, are I you? Can't say no. You're playing nine holes with the boy. You're playing Sunday, and you're going on a two day golf trip Thursday, Friday next week. Uh, you know what is going on? You'll be mate, watching live next week. Next week, oh, no, you won't. No, There's an off season. Next, <laughs> next week, we'll be talking about uh, me shooting, possibly eighty five, eighty five, and being excited about it. Mm, what's your handicap at the moment? Do seven. We, uh, do seven. We say that out, do we say that out loud? Yeah, I will. I will actually. I think it is seven point eight. Seven point oh, eight. You have eight. Yeah. Probably more at Carabin. That's too much. You'll be off ten. You'll be ten or eleven at Carabin. I'm looking forward to that. That'll help. A, that'll help my mental game a lot. You'll be almost B grade. Yeah. We better take him. I've been in B grade for one week. You Won the medal. Yeah. Back into A grade. You better put a little uh, pocket mirror in your golf bag. I don't need to look at myself, mate. You need to have a good heart look at yourself. On that note. <laughs> bye for now. Either. <laughs>